Welcome to all. Today's office is Mubba Pay Bays, and we are starting about the ninth line with the words Asar Takonos, and today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Merim Sara Basar Biakov Moshe, Hernish Shama Shadahavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev, Hernish Shama Shadahavan Aliyah. And the Gemara says Asar Takonos Tikin Ezra, Ezra's Matakin, 10 different Takonos. Number one, Shakarn Bimincha Bashabes, they should read from the Saver Torah at Mincha on Shabbos. Also, Karn Bashani Bukhamishi, they should read from the Saver Torah on Monday and Thursday. Also, Vidarm Bashani Bukhamishi, they should judge cases on Monday and Thursday. And also, Mukhabs and they should wash their clothing on Thursday, and one should eat garlic on Arab Shabbos, which means Friday night. A woman should wake up early and bake her bread. A woman should wear a sinar, which is like some sort of undergarment, it's like pants of sorts. And when a woman needs to go to the mikvah, she should be which means she should comb her hair, and only then she goes to the mikvah. And the peddlers of women's perfume can go around cities, and people are not allowed to protest this. And he's also Attacking for men, Rabal Kari, that they should go to the mikvah. Now we analyze this one by one. They should read the Torah at Mincha on Shabbos. Why is this? Because of the Yashvei Kronos. Now, literally, this means people who sit by the corners, and this is referring to merchants who are always doing business and they weren't able to get to show on Monday and Thursday, so at least they should hear the Torah by Mincha on Shabbos. They should read the Torah on Monday and Thursday. The Gemara asks, This was established way earlier. The Tanya Vibrat said, says, The Pasuk tells us, they went for three days in the midbar and they didn't find water. Now, Daisha Shumai Samru, those in Darshan Sukkim said, What is this referring to in my Melatira? Mayim is referring to Tyra. Shinamar because the Pasuk says, Hi, called Same, whoever it's thirsty, Lachulamayim, go to the water. And that Pasuk is referring to Tyra. And the Daisha Rushumas explained, When Amisral traveled in the midbar for three days without Tyra, Nilu, they became weak or tired or weary. Therefore, Omdin Vim Shabanaim, the Navim among them got up, Vitiknu Lahem, and they were talking for them, Shukar and Bishabis, they should read from the Tyra on Shabbos, Umaf Sikin Bechan Bishabis, and on Sunday they don't read. And then they read on Monday, and then they take a break Tuesday and Wednesday, and they read the Torah on Thursday, and Friday they don't read the Torah, so they shouldn't go for three days without Torah. So as it wasn't attacking to read from the Torah on Monday and Thursday, so Gemara says there's a difference. Originally they were attacking that one person reads three psukim, or three people each read one psukim, which is a total of three psukim. And why this three psukim? To also, who tikin? Ezra came along and was matakin. Tosagavri vasar psuke. Three people that read a total of ten sukim kinegin asar batlanim, which correspond to the ten batlanim. And these are ten people that were mivatal from Malacha. They didn't do work at all, and they were supported by the people of the city, so they can make sure to be in the base medrash at the time of tefillah. We continue explaining with Darman Moshein Bchamishi. He established that on Monday and Thursday, that's when the court should get together and judge cases. Why is this? To shrichid the asul mikra That's because it was common that people would come from all over to read from a sefer Torah Monday and Thursday. So this is an opportune time to judge their cases. Furthermore, he established that people should wash their clothing on Thursday. Why is this? Also, he's been talking that they should eat garlic on Friday night. Why is this? Because of marital relations. The Pasuk says that its fruits are given in its proper time. And what's this referring to? Some say Rav Yehuda said this. Some say Rav Nachman. Others say Rav Kahana. Others say Rav Yechanan. This is referring to Talmud Chacham, who has Mary relations from Friday night to Friday night, and therefore it's a good thing to eat garlic Friday night. Now, why is this? Tanar we have a brayso. Chamisha dvarim nero b'shom. There are five things that are said about garlic. Masbiya, it satiates a person. Umashchin, and it warms him. Umatzel him, and it makes a person's face shine. Umar bazera, and increases a person's semen. Vaharikinim shubnei me'ayim, and it kills some sort of intestinal parasites. V'yashar and some say machnas ava moitzes akino that it brings love into him and takes out jealousy.
jealousy. Continuing on, that a woman should wake up early and bake her bread. Why is this? So that when they go around collecting, they should have bread ready for them. We continue explaining he was attacking that a woman should wear a sinar, which is some sort of undergarment. And why is that? For an added level of sneas. Continue to explain that a woman should comb her hair and then go to the mikvah. The Gemara asked, This is the time you have a bride that tells us, one should immerse his flesh in water. And what do we learn from here? That there shouldn't be anything that's interposing, that's a chatzitza between his flesh and the water. That's what the Basak says. He should immerse his flesh in water, meaning all of his flesh has to be immersed in the water with no chatzitza. Continue to explain the Pasuk, when the Pasuk says the word S, what's that referring to? S This is referring to something which is secondary, if you will, to his flesh. What's that? Sar, that's the hair. So we see there shouldn't even be chatzitza in the hair. So the fact that we have to make sure there's no chatzitza in the hair was already established based off of this Pasuk. As it wasn't metakin that, the Gemara answers Amri, they said, just to check the hair. Perhaps there's some sort of knot in it. Or perhaps there's something disgusting there. So that's why the hair has to be checked. To make sure that there's nothing that's going to be chatzitza. As it came along and was metakin, that a woman has to comb her hair, and this is an added level of insurance that there's not going to be chatzitza. We continue explaining that these peddlers are allowed to go around the cities, and what are they doing? Because of women's perfumes, and why is this? So they shouldn't become repulsive to their husbands, and therefore no one's allowed to protest these peddlers going around the cities selling these perfumes. And lastly, we said that he was metakin that a balkari has to go to the mikvah, the Gemara asked, Dairaisa, who is actually Dairaisa? The Chesed Pasuk says, that when a man has Sheikh Lazara come from him, in other words, he's a Balkari, he shall wash his flesh in water. So we see the Torah already tells us that Balkari has to go to the mikvah. The Gemara answers, Dairaisa, who is Shumulakachim. Mid Dairaisa, a Balkari has to be Taival in order to eat Shumulakachim. Also, who Tikein, a field of Azra came along and was Matakin that even if a person wants to learn, he has to go to the mikvah. The Gemara contains with another set of 10 things, Asar Dvarm Nerubi Yushalayim. There were 10 things that were said about Yushalayim. Number one, in a house cannot be definitively sold in Yerushalayim. We know the Torah tells us that if a person sells his house in a walled city, he has only a year to redeem it, and if he doesn't redeem within that year, so the buyer gets to keep it forever. However, even though Yerushalayim is a walled city, if a person sells his house, it's not chalot, it's not a definitive sale. Furthermore, the city of Yerushalayim would not bring Agla Rufa. We know there's a part in the Torah that tells us that if a person is found murdered outside a city, the elders of all the cities that are close by come out, they measure which city is closest to this dead body, and they go through a whole process called Agla Rufa. Now, if this dead body is found closest to Yerushalayim, the elders of Yerushalayim do not perform this Agla Rufa. Furthermore, Yerushalayim cannot become an Irani Dachas. This is a city in which the majority of its inhabitants serve the Vaidazara, and we kill those people, and we destroy the entire city, and we're never allowed to rebuild it, and that would not apply to Yerushalayim. Furthermore, a house in Yerushalayim cannot become Tommy with Tsaras. Furthermore, one is not allowed to have a beam, that's a Ziz, and a Gezustra is a porch protrude into the Rishasarabim. Furthermore, no having garbage dumps in Yerushalayim, no making kilns, which is a furnace of sorts that produces a lot of smoke, no making gardens or orchards in Yerushalayim, except for this rose garden, that was already there from the days of the earlier Nevi'im, no raising chickens in Yerushalayim, and lastly, no allowing a mace, a dead body, a corpse, to stay in Yerushalayim overnight unburied. As so now we explain these, that a house cannot be sold definitively in Yerushalayim, 
Yerushalayim. Now, why is this? Because the Pasuk says, And the house that's in the city that has a wall shall be established for him, Let'smisos means forever, for the one that bought it for all generations. And so why doesn't this apply to Yerushalayim if it's a walled city? And the answer is, because Savari holds, that Yerushalayim was not divided among the Shvatim. Whether or not Yerushalayim itself was divided among the Shvatim. And over here, we're going according to the Mount Amar, that Yerushalayim was not divided among the Shvatim, and it's really a city for everyone, not for one particular Shevet, and therefore this Pasuk doesn't apply. Because this Pasuk is talking about a person selling his own house that he got as Yerushalayim from his father, from his father, all the way from this Yeshua. And the Pasuk is telling us that if he doesn't redeem within a year, so that house now goes to the person who bought it forever and ever, and it's considered like his portion or his achuz and his nachla. But since Yerushalayim was never given to the Shvatim in the first place, so a house can never be sold permanently. And the next few things are going to have the same exact reason. We said that Yerushalayim doesn't bring in Egla Rufa. And how do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, If a chal, a corpse, is found in the land, that Hashem, your God, gave you as an inheritance. Yerushalayim wasn't divided among the Shvatim, so it's not considered an inheritance of the people. Furthermore, Yerushalayim can become an Yerushalayim. How do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, Your cities. And Yerushalayim wasn't divided among the Shvatim, so it's not considered one of your cities. Furthermore, a house in Yerushalayim cannot become Tommy with Saras. Because and I'll place a negat saras in a house of the land of your achuza. And Yushalayim wasn't divided among the Shvatim, so it's not considered the achuza of the Yidin that a house is going to become Tomei. Now, the continued explanation gives different reasons for the following things. In Yushalayim, when one's building their house, they're not allowed to have a beam protrude or a porch protrude. Why is this? Number one, because of Ayla Toma. We know that if there's Tomas Mace underneath an oil, underneath a roof or a tent or covering of sorts, so anything underneath that same oil becomes Tomei. And since there's a lot of people in Yerushalayim, a lot of people might become Tomei because they might walk underneath this porch that has Toma underneath it and wouldn't want to have an increase of Toma. And furthermore, so the people who are being Euler Regal shouldn't get damaged on these things protruding from the walls. And that's why in Yerushalayim specifically, we're not allowed to have these things poking out. Also, we said, we're not allowed to have garbage dumps in Yerushalayim. Why is that? Because of all the creepy crawlies that are always found by garbage dumps because they're going to die and spread Toma among all the Kachim that's found in Yerushalayim. No making kilns, which is these furnaces that produce a lot of smoke. Why is that? Mishum Kutra, because of the smoke. Furthermore, no making gardens or orchards. Why is that? Mishum Sircha, because of Sircha. Now, the Sircha has two different explanations, either because these gardens always have to be tended to, and that means that dead plants are going to be pulled out and left to the side, and that ruins the beauty of the Yerushalayim. And also, since they have to fertilize these gardens, fertilizer tends to smell bad, and that also creates Sircha. No raising chickens in Yerushalayim. We already explained this previously on Dafayin Test, Mishum Kachim, because there's a lot of Kachim in Yerushalayim, and chickens poke around in garbage, and they're going to take out dead shratzim, and they might be matam of the kachim. And lastly, the Molina by a mace, no having a mace stay overnight, being unburied. Gemara, that's a tradition we have, and there's no source for that. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah. No raising a chazer in any place. Now, where does this come from? So, turn around, we have a brysog. When the house were fighting with each other, Harkonis was inside, and Aristobulus was outside. Now, these are the great grandsons of Matasyoka and Gadol from the story of Hanukkah. And after the last ruler died, so Harkonis, who was the firstborn, was really supposed to be the king, but his brother Aristobulus didn't want to give in to him, so a civil war started, and it ended up that Hyrcanus was with his people inside Yushalayim, and Aristobulus was with his people outside Yushalayim, and they laid siege to Yushalayim. And every single day, they would lower a whole basket of dinarim, they would send up two carbonists for the carbon tamid, and there was a certain elderly man, he told them, as long as the people inside are involved in the Avedon, they're not going to be handed over to you. So you have to try to 
stop it. Lamachan the next day, Shoshal Dinar Bakupa, the people inside Yushalayim lowered Dinarim in the box, Baalem Chazer, and they put a Chazer inside. Kim Shigil Chatsi Chaima, once it reached halfway through the wall, Nasi Parna Bukhaima, it dug its nails into the wall. When is Dazea Eretz Yisrael, Arameyaz Parsal, Arameyaz Parsa, and Eretz Yisrael shuddered and moved 400 by 400 Parsais. And Ba'isa Shah Amru, at that time, the Chum said, Aru Ishe Gadl Chazirim, cursed is the man who raised the Chazirim, Va'ar Adam Shilman is Benay Chachmas Ivanis, and cursed is the man who teaches his son Chachmas Ivanis. And Ba'isa Shah Shaninu, it was on that time that it was taught in Mishnah, Ma'isa, there's a story, Shaba Aimer Megina, it's really Megagos Satsrifin, that the Aimer came from Gagos Satsrifin, Ushtay Alechem, because Ain Soicher, and Ushtay Alechem came from Bekas Ain Soicher. Now this refers to a Mishnah Menachas that tells us that the Aimer, which is the carbon of barley, brought the second day of Pesach, and the Shtei Alechem, which is the carbon brought of wheat on Shavuos, they need to be brought from a place as close to Yerushalayim as possible. However, the Mishnah tells us, one year they were brought from these two places, Gagos Trifim and Bekasein Soicher, which was quite distant from Yerushalayim. And based off of this Gemara, we can understand why, because they weren't able to obtain from any place closer than these. But now the Gemara just asks, so Chachmas Yivanis Asira, is it really usher to teach one's child Chachmas Yivanis? Vatanya, we have a rice that says, Omer Rebbe, Rebbe tells us, Yisrael, for people living in Eretz Yisrael, on top, Lashon Sursi Lama. Why speak this Sursi language? Speak Lashon Kodesh or speak Yivanis. So we see that a person is allowed to teach his kid Yivanis. And furthermore, Vam Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yassi says, Bavel, for people living in Bavel, Lashon Arami Lama. Why speak Aramean? Speak Lashon Kodesh or speak Persian. So my answer is Ami, they said, Lashon Yivani Lachod, Chachmas Yivanis Lachod. Lashon Yivani, which is the Greek language, that's one thing, which one is allowed to speak, whereas Chachmas Yivanis, which is some sort of old Greek wisdom, that's different, and one is not allowed to learn Chachmas Yivanis. The Gemara asks, Chachmas Yivanis me asira. It's really also to learn Chachmas Yivanis. But Rabbi Yudamar Shmuel, Mishmar Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Yehuda said Rabbi Shmuel, who said the name of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said the following pasuk about himself: Any oil or nafshi mikolbanayis iri, my eyes should make myself repulsive more than all the daughters of my city. Namely, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was saying that I should cry more than everybody else. Why is that? Because Elfi Ladim Ahoyu Beis Abba, my father's house had a thousand children. Chamish Meis Mehem Lamed Taira. 500 of them learned Taira, Chavish Meis Lamed Chachmas Yivanis, and 500 of them learned Chachmas Yivanis. The only ones that are left of all these thousand are myself over here and the son of the brother of my father, meaning my cousin in Asya. And that's why he should cry so much because 998 of his family members were killed out. But we see that 500 of them learned Chachmas Yivanis, and it's impossible to say that they weren't allowed to do so. They were the family of Shem Gamliel. So Amri, they said, Shani Ram Gamliel. The house of Ram Gamliel is different. Show you Malchus. That's because they were close to the government. And Uchiratani is just like a bride that we have. Amasapra Kumi, someone who cuts his hair in the Kumi fashion. That's the ways of that Mairi, and one should not do so. However, Avtomas Bar Ruvain, he tirulah the Sapra Kumi. The Chum allowed Avtomas Bar Ruvain to cut his hair in this fashion with Neshu Karvel Malchus. That's because he was close to the government, and so he was allowed to do so. And furthermore, Shalbeis Rama Gamliel, he tirulah the Sapra Chachmas Ivanis, Neshu Karvel Malchus. The House of Rama Gamliel were allowed by the Chumim to talk in Chachmas Ivanis because they were close to the government, and so they had to know how to converse in this language. But other people are not allowed to do so, and we see what a terrible thing happened by this old man knowing Chachmas Ivanis. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.